Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo. Today's morning briefing I've entitled, Let's Morph. The law relied on us to be faithful, and we couldn't be. Truth is, we needed a whole new system, one based on the righteousness of another, not our own. We needed what only God could have conceived of, Jesus, and the infilling of the Holy Spirit to come and empower us to live in communion with him. No, the law, or the old way, was perfect, but we are not. Therefore, it only led to our abysmal failure. Paul writes, The old way, with laws etched in stone, led to death, though it began with such glory that the people of Israel could not bear to look at Moses' face. So I ask you, do you remember? It was so glorious. When Moses came down from Mount Sinai, Exodus chapter 34, His face was shining from being face to face with the Lord God of Israel. Paul continues, For his face shone with the glory of God, even though the brightness was already fading away. Shouldn't we expect far greater glory under the new way, now that the Holy Spirit is giving life? If the old way, which brings condemnation, condemnation? Why? Because no matter how good our intentions are, We are powerless to uphold every point of the law. So as Paul was saying, if the old way, which brings condemnation, was glorious, how much more glorious is the new way, which makes us right with God? Friends, we are made right with God through the ransom he paid, in full, with the life of his Son. In fact, Paul writes, that first glory was not glorious at all compared with the overwhelming glory of the new way. So if the old way, which has been replaced, was glorious, how much more glorious is the new, which remains forever? Since this new way gives us such confidence we can be very bold, we are not like Moses, who put a veil over his face so the people of Israel could not see the glory, even though it was destined to fade away. But the people's minds were hardened, and to this day, whenever the old covenant is being read, The same veil covers their minds so they cannot comprehend the truth. And this veil can be removed only by believing in Christ. Yes, even today when they read Moses' writings, their hearts are covered with that veil and they do not understand. Doesn't this seem so mysterious? He continues, But whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. For the Lord is the Spirit, and wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So all of us who have had that veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord, who is the Spirit, makes us more and more like Him as we are changed into His glorious image. Or, another version says, And we who with unveiled faces all reflect the Lord's glory, are being transformed into his likeness with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. 2 Corinthians 3, 18. See, here it is. Everything continues in a state of rest unless it is compelled to change by forces impressed upon it. Isaac Newton. It was his first law of motion. Forces impressed upon it? Oh, yes, the work of the Holy Spirit to fit the plans of a holy God. We are being transformed into the likeness of Christ. 
The New Living Translation renders this verse, As the Spirit of the Lord works within us, we become more and more like Him and reflect His glory more and more. In plain English, we call this transformation. We are undergoing a metamorphosis in which we become more like God. When my Matthew, who's 27, was a toddler, the Power Rangers were big, and he loved them. I remember him jumping out of the room, assuming the position, and saying, Let's morph! The word is the same root as that which forms the word transformation. Paul wrote over in Philippians, I don't mean to say that I've already achieved these things or that I've already reached perfection, but I keep working toward that day when I will finally be all that Christ Jesus saved me for and wants me to be. No, dear brothers and sisters, I am still not all I should be, but I am focusing all my energies on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I strain to reach the end of the race and receive the prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us up to heaven. So friends, I want to say to you, I want to look in the mirror and I want to say, let's morph. Let's be transformed into the people God has in mind for us to be. If you'd like to see this in its entirety, you can go to pastorwoman.com. Click on Morning Briefings, and again, the title is Let's Morph.